Slava Isusagastu, Slava Navike. Glory be to Jesus Christ, glory be forever. This is Father Bezabalovani again, and doing another podcast. And um, for those of you of Ukrainian uh, heritage, you probably know that this month of November, we also commemorate the victims of the Holodomor of Ukraine of 1932-33. And uh, this is going to be kind of a emotional thing because all of us who have who are from, you know, relatives who have descendants from Ukraine uh, should know about this horrible, horrible part of the Ukrainian history. So, basically, the Holodomor was uh, a forced famine. It was, a f- it was a death by starvation that the communist government forced upon many of the uh farmers of the of the Ukraine in nineteen thirty two thirty three because at that time Stalin the ruler of the Soviet Union was uh wanted collectivization. He wanted all the farms to be state owned and he didn't want the farmers to own their own land or to make their own decisions of what crops to grow and stuff like that. So he basically was forcing the farmers of that time to turn over their land and their produce to the central government. And if they didn't do that, which many of the local farmers did not want to do, there was obviously consequences. So he sent in the army and the government officials to take all of the food away from these peasant farmers. And this what's, and they basically were left with nothing. And this caused a great starvation in that area in 1932-33, where Estimates are that 7 million people of that part of eastern and central Ukraine perished because of the policies of the Soviet Union. And there also, this also happened in other parts of the Soviet Union. They say that 3 million died in other um, states of the Soviet Union as well from the same policy that Stalin was taking um, produce and the food away. Uh, so 10 million people perished during the Holodomor. That's this mind-boggling. That's, that's so sad. It's, it's unbelievable, really, to think about it. And, you know, I never really knew us in, 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 uh, Canada and the Western world didn't really know about this Holodomor because it was covered up so well by the communist authorities over the years of communism in those states. And I remember when I was um, an older teenager, uh, one of my, co- my one of my dad's cousins from Ukraine visited Canada and left 
my family some information about what the Holodomor is all about. They were, Ukraine was becoming independent in 1991, and they were finally making videos of what had happened in the 1930s. And that's the first time I saw one of these videos about what had happened at the Holodomor. So this is the very, very first time that I knew this tragic event that happened to the people of Ukraine. So this was, again, I was an older teenager, not quite 20 yet, and that's the first time I've ever heard of the Holodomor at that time. So very, very sad. Um, you know, uh, I, I don't want to go into politics. This is not part of my podcast so much. I don't want to go into the political realm. That's for other people's podcasts. I'm more, as I said, talking about our Ukrainian traditions, our Ukrainian history, our, our, our faith in Jesus Christ. So this is where I'm going to go with this podcast today, you know, to pray for those victims of the Holodomor, to pray for all those families who had to suffer such great consequences from the decisions of the Communist Party of that time, who just basically wiped out an entire generation of Ukrainians <coughs> who were not um, agreeable to the Communist Party, um, you know, uh, programs that they wanted to do. And you know, when I was when I was a teacher a few years back, and I was teaching in this Ukrainian program in the Regina Catholic school system. And I taught a little bit about this Holodomor and we celebrate, we commemorated it every year. I would uh, go to the legislative building and we would have a common, um, uh, you know, um, uh, uh, service, uh, Panacheta service for the deceased people who died during that time. So the Orthodox priests and Ukrainian Catholic priests would be together and all the government officials would be there at the legislative building in Regina. And, uh, you know, and we have to give credit that Saskatchewan was one of the first, uh, uh, provinces in Canada. I believe it was the first province to actually, uh, make a Holodomor commemoration celebration and, and to pray for those people who died during that time. So, you know, to teach about this tragic, tragic event, I learned so much about it and about the history about it, about the, you know, and as I said, uh, one of my earlier podcasts, I was a history teacher, so I know a lot about world history and the events that, that happened. Um, why, but, but still, it's so hard to fathom how a government of a nation can just take the food sources away from people and let them starve to death. That is just unfathomable. And the Western world, of course, 
did not report this. This was, of course, the, during the 1930s. Uh, the Great Depression was happening in the world. And uh, a lot of the Western countries were had their own um, internal uh, issues of their countries, unemployment and and poverty and stuff like that. So the communist government did very well to cover up what was happening. And even when the reporters would go to uh, Ukraine and try to figure out what was going on, the the communist officials would not let them see those areas where people were dying by thousands of people a day of starvation. They only let these reporters go into um, areas where there was food, where people were flourishing because of the some farmers, of course, you know, were coerced to to with this uh, collectivization plan and gave their farms up to the communist officials so they were not punished like those other farmers who did not do that so you know uh this the, the another, another thing that's unfathomable is the cover up of how why this happened you know that the western world was basically ignorant of what happened for decades after this event it's very 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 sad it's just so sad it's it's un- unimaginable and uh, you know again i'm not going to go into the politics of it we know that many many horrible things are done by governments who are corrupt who are not um helping their people that they're supposed to serve as government. So I'm not going to get into that today. It's it's not part of my broadcast, but just know that it does happen around the world a lot. There's a lot of corruption even today in the world with different governments and uh, their people are suffering. So we got to continue to pray for those people constantly. We got to continue to pray for everything uh, for all those people who are suffering greatly because of their uh, corrupt governments. So, you know, back to this Holodomor, this uh, death by starvation, you know, uh, it, 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 it's, uh, it, it's so unimaginable that you would let someone die for lack of food, and and this was uh, intentional. You know that's that's the thing. You know there have been famines in the world in the past where there's been lack of food, and and you know it wasn't so much an intentional. That wasn't intended by the government to do this. This was an intentional famine. Some people even call it genocide. That the government of the people who were supposed to help and serve them wanted this basically left them to die left them to die because of starvation and you know when i was teaching about this to pete to the students a few years back you know you could read horrible horrible stories and get horrible um accounts from eyewitnesses that what what really happened 
and about families who were basically left to cannibalism to survive, who were eating rodents, who were eating anything they could find to not uh, uh, to, to try to survive. You know, it's, it's a hor- we can't even imagine today that situation that would happen. You know, we couldn't imagine this. It's just, is this unimaginable the amount of pain and suffering that the government at that time in the communist uh, held uh, Ukrainian state would allow mm-hmm. this to happen. So, I, I just um, want us to reflect upon this today. Um, in in my church services this weekend, of course, we're going to be doing a, a Panachetta service for the deceased victims of the Holodomor of Ukraine and those other Soviet states who who lost their lives for really. Um, and no reason at all because of their disagreement with the government about the collectivization of these farms. And, you know, uh, the, 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 the fallback, the, the outcome of what happened from that, of course, affected families for generations. You know, when, when, when people lose their parents, when people lose their family members, their siblings, their grandparents, through star- starvation, that's going to affect you the rest of your life. That's really going to affect you and how you're going to deal with the, with, with, with the world, you know? We, we can't even imagine that. We can't imagine how these people had to deal with the after effects of Haladamar in Ukraine and other, and those other Soviet states for many many years. So um, you know uh, to 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 see uh, this happening. How do we, uh, as as Christians, as Catholics today, how do we you know um, how do we ask God? For forgiveness for what happened? How do we ask God for healing for what happened? How do we ask God for, um, you know, this, this to, how do we keep the faith when we see this atrocity happening around us? You know, and that's something that I'm sure many of those victims of the Holodomor, those had to answer in their own hearts. You know, how do you keep the faith when you see that your government, the people who are, who were supposed to protect you, supposed to give you all these benefits are basically letting you starve to death intentionally. You know, it's something to really reflect on and, and as Catholics, as Christians, this is difficult. There's no doubt about it. It's a difficult, difficult situation to reflect upon. How do we forgive those people who did this to us? How do we, you know, try to make amends? How do we try to, 
how do we try to go on with life after these events happened? And I, I think that's where definitely where our faith comes in and say, well, you know, God is mourning with us about these events. He doesn't want people to do these terrible things to one another. God is not that kind of God that wants people to harm one another. That's not the kind of type of God we know. You know, he, he wants us to be peace loving. He wants us to be, uh, you know, kind and, and, and loving to one another. That's the kind of God that we have, we've known through, through our faith in Him. So, again, there's no easy answers to this. There's no easy solutions to what happened. And, uh, you know, like I said, this is a generational effect. It affected people for generation after generation after generation. And um, we we have to uh, deal with these um, parts of our history as Ukrainian people, as as people of the church who, you know, and of course we're dealing with our own different things in Canada uh, <laughs> uh, that that I might speak about in other podcasts in the next little while, um, and it's very similar, you know. Uh, the, these, these, uh, atrocities that are committed by governments affect people for a long, 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 long time. It, it, it's, it's impossible not to, uh, minimize or, or, it's, it's impossible not to say how much these things have greatly affected the people of that time and their, and their descendants. There's nothing else we could say about that. So I think, you know, <coughs> we need to continue to pray, to pray constantly for those people who suffered, who died, who were traumatized by this horrific event in the Ukrainian history of the Holodomor. And this to remember that somehow God can make good things happen out of bad events that people make upon themselves, whether it be wars, whether it be these atrocities, the Holodomor, and other things that have happened in the world. And I'm not going to name all of them. We know that that people are not always nice to one another, that that people are very, very... Uh, they, they, they use hatred and, and violence to get what they want sometimes. And, um, we, we know that as, 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 uh, as human beings. We know that things aren't always going to go the way we want them to go in our world because of people's sinfulness and their decision making. And, uh, obviously we have to pray for the victims of this of event we have to pray for those who who uh were part of this event in any way you know like i said forgiveness is something as christians we have to remember as well and it's hard it's it's so hard to say well how can we forgive these people who caused these great 
atrocities to happen. Well, that's Christians. We have to somehow find a way in our heart to pray for those people and and ask God for their repentance, to ask God for to help them to understand their wrongdoing and that they will repent eventually. We just that's a Christian duty to help to hope that uh, for people. So I'm just going to end this podcast with uh, a little prayer. Uh, I'm just making it up. I'm not reading it from anywhere. Heavenly God, as we remember the victims of the Halad the Moor, we remember your great mercy. We remember your kindness, your um, your love for every single human being here on this earth. Remember, especially those who were traumatized, who lost their lives during this terrible, terrible event of uh, Ukrainian history, and to also ask for forgiveness for those who caused this terrible event. For you are a loving God. I will give glory to you, Father, Son, and Holy Spirit, now and always and forever and ever. Amen. So if you are in the different churches this week, please remember all those people who died during this terrible famine of the Lord and pray for them. God bless, and I'll talk to you soon.